Hello and hey there. Welcome to the Top 5 Podcast, a show where we rank and discuss any list you can imagine. Best microwave dinner, top gaming consoles, best underwear brand. Nothing is off limits. Everyone is wrong, even when we think they are right. I'm your host today, Eric Shane. With me, as always, is... Zachary Rancourt. Zachary Rancourt, you had a birthday this weekend, sir. I did. It was fun. I'm 35 and I'm alive. Yeah, and I'm yes. here to jive with oh. my... Hive? With my Maldives visit that I'll do in some at some point in life. <laughs> my money works better. Uh, I contrive. You know- <laughs> <laughs> All right. That this is the worst start ever. Okay, with us also is Tom Lockhart. Tommy, how are you, sir? I'm doing okay. Uh, Just okay. Zach- yeah, I went to Zach's party and Me it too. was lots and lots of fun. Yeah, it was. And then I was leaving Zach's party and walking to my car. At that point, I had sobered up because I was driving. Mm-hmm. And then I thought I'd do this really crazy trick called walking in a straight line. And right. apparently it was too much for me. And I stumbled over a crack in the road and I <laughs> pulled or like sprained my calf muscles. So I've been hobbling around my house for three days. Oh, boy. I'm sorry. Oh, it's boy. just just a crack in the road. And I, I just did what? like a half like a half stumble. It wasn't even like, oh, I'm going to fall over. It was just like, oh, and it just something bold in my leg. And it hurt yeah. so bad. Welcome to your 30s. Walking in a straight line at your age. <sighs> I know. How dare I? Walking no. in Memphis. <laughs> I just That's heard that song too. again the other day. It is. Good I song. love that. Put on my blue suede shoes and a border train. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that is that, is that, uh, walking in Memphis, <laughs> walking with my feet on the ground. I love that song. It's a great song. It's a great first date song. I don't know. There's no segue to no. this. No, we're not going there at all. Hey, look, I've been married since I was a teenager, so I have no experience dating in my 20s and 30s, but I have a lot of friends who have, and boy, oh boy, I have sure heard all about it. Sounds odd at times and we've talked about it endlessly we've debated and now we're gonna do it some more when it comes to dating certain things can be tough to get past maybe they've got bad breath or maybe they talk with their mouth full or maybe they're insane and they confess their undying love for you after one conversation could be anyone i know but what are clear deal breakers for some hey some of us might find charming Today, we are talking about our top five first date deal breakers. Now, to be clear, a first date deal breaker isn't necessarily a character flaw. Hey, you do you, but I will not do you. Uh huh. <laughs> to enhance discussion, we did not share our list with each other. And by no means are we experts or historians in said category, especially not me this time. We are just a few dudes who like to talk about nonsense. So, Tom, why don't you start us off with your number one? My number one is smoking slash drugs. <laughs> now, I, I'm talking about crazy drugs. Uh, and and then when it comes to, like, marijuana, as long as it's not something that you do, like, all the time, I'm fine with that. Uh, I've smoked the, the devil's lettuce once in my life, and I've done edibles a couple times, and it's just not for me. I just never mm. got into doing that. Uh, and when it comes to smoking, I have smoked cigarettes in my life. Um, I've probably smoked about 15 of them. Yeah. And they have all been while I've been drunk. Yeah. And I have to be in a group of people that are smoking. 
because I just want to be part of the crowd. Like those are the two things that have to happen for me to smoke a cigarette. Peer pressure. Up, up until I met my wife and I did that at a party and then I came home and she was like, you smell like cigarettes. Don't smoke a cigarette again. And then I never did it again. <laughs> Cause That's that fair. was her deal breaker also was just like smoking's bad. And it was like, I don't do it cause I like smoking. I've never like craved a cigarette. It's just like, my friends are smoking and I'm standing here. I just nah, want to be like them. That's a stupid <laughs> but, ass reason to get addicted to something that can kill you. But yeah, <laughs> the, the taste, the taste of a smoker's mouth is an awful thing. I hate it. Yeah. Gross. I've been on, I've been the smoker's mouth. Like that's, that's me. I smoked for a long, long time and I know it's, yeah. I know it's not good. I used to have to do all kinds of things to make my mouth somewhat okay for, for Mandy. <laughs> and it's, it's not, it was her deal breaker for a long time. And then it just wasn't. <laughs> I wore her down, but uh, I, I get it for a lot of people. And I think, you know, in my hypothetical side world that I'm talking about now, or if I wasn't married and I was dating, that probably would be a deal breaker because I quit smoking, you know, a couple of years ago, almost two years ago. I don't want to ever smoke again. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to be around it on a daily basis. And I feel like if I was with the smoker and I smelled it all the time and she was always out taking cigarette breaks, I, I, I would want to be with her. Right. Yeah. The, the social <laughs> aspect of it. So no, 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 I, I'm, I'm, I, that would be a deal breaker for me. I couldn't do it. No. Well, Zach, have you ever dated a smoker? You're a guy who likes to be, you like, you're, you're a fit guy. You're a, you're an exercise guy. You're a hiking guy. You're not a big, you know, uh, druggy guy that I know of. <laughs> what about you? Is that a deal breaker for you? Fitness pizza in my mouth. Hey, that yeah. Kind of fitness. Oh, yeah. We're fitting a lot of beer in our mouth this weekend. Yeah. yeah, in our in our food holes. That's what it's called. Um, yeah, so I've dated a couple girls that have smoked, and that was more of my bad boy side, wanting to just kind of have sex with them, I think, flat <laughs> out. That's pretty much I was just physically attracted to them. And I see um, something sexy about the way that they, they, they did their things. But the smoking, no. Uh, I agree with Tom. That is a deal breaker for me. It's not one of my top deal breakers. Um but it kind of goes in with one of mine, sort of. And I think it's just almost all encompassing. So I'm I'm OK with the drug use because I think there's a lot of recreational drugs out there. Like I'm I agree with mushrooms. I think that those are cool. Um, I do smoke weed. I don't smoke it regularly. I'm a social smoker. But if I go snowboarding or I go camping and I'm with my, my, my friends and I'm out in nature in a safe environment, it's, it's awesome. So sure. um no, no qualms about that. But yeah, obviously, I don't want to date a heroin user or someone who's, who's snorting <laughs> meth or whatever, smoking meth. See, I don't even just, know how to do drugs. Whatever they do with it. Casually shooting up black tar heroin. Yeah, exactly. The That's, only the only drug I need is Jesus. Oh, boy. <laughs> only one drug this kid needs and that's school. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. <laughs> drugs okay. don't kill people. I kill people. <laughs> OK, oh. well, that's a pretty good one. OK, well, then I'll move on to uh, my number one. Uh, no touchy, no touchy. Um, look, I get it, especially on a first date and like right at the beginning, you, you know, if you don't know the person too well, especially if it's like a blind date or whatever, eh, maybe you want to hold off on, you know, hugs and things like that. And, uh, I, I get it. You're, maybe you're not much of a hand holder. Maybe you're not a hugger at all. Well, I super am. So <laughs> if there, if there's like attraction there and there's affection there, you got to bring it in a little for me for a little snuggle. You got, you got to bring it in a little bit. It's, it's, 
it's not going to be right from the jump, obviously, but, and it doesn't have to be an expectation of romance or anything like that. It's just that if there's any hope for any sort of relationship going on there, I got to feel the love. I got to feel the attraction there and the affection. That's how I feel it. You see what I'm saying? That's, I'm a hugger. That's, that's, I'm a, you know, a big old teddy bear. That's what, that's me bringing it. Uh, if you, if you're somebody who just, you like your bubble and that's just, you like to keep at a physical distance. I totally respect that. Uh, but it's going to be tougher for me to feel close to you, to feel attracted to you. It's just going to be tougher for me. Um, so that's, I, I, for me, that's, that's kind of a deal breaker. I know like I, I, in a hypothetical world here, I know that like that would never work out. Now this is really easy for me to say, cause I'm not single and desperate. <laughs> like I don't have to make these compromises at all. <laughs> I'm good. But in my, you know, I'm saying for me, my personality, I, I, I couldn't do it, but I know a lot of other people, a lot of my other friends, they feel this way too. They couldn't, uh, they couldn't be with somebody who's just like, uh, I don't like to, I don't like to hold hands in public. Really? Uh, uh. Y- you confused me for a second there because you said no touchy. And I was like, wait, Eric doesn't want like people touching it. Like that doesn't seem right at all. And then you no, went the other, like no touchy. I was like, you love touching. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Tom. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. That We've is correct. Yes, touching. we, it's true. We have Genesis uh, wrote physical touch because of you, Eric. I <laughs> accept your judgment. What? That's, accept, a, that's not accept, judgment at all. It's a good I, judgment. I, I, ex- well, I accept it. <laughs> I accept it entirely. Uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's my number one then. I like it. I am also a hugger. I hug all my friends, as you guys saw this weekend. I think I hugged all of you guys yeah. um, several times. I just uh, I, I believe, you know, we're only on this earth for so long and you need to show love and affection. And I didn't grow up doing love and affection. Uh, I didn't hug my my siblings. We didn't say I love you. And so maybe this is the void that I've, I've had in my life that I have filled throughout the years. But I am a hugger. Um, even if I meet someone for the first time, it's like, hey, man, how's it going? Yeah. Oh. Um, so, but especially on a date too, I'm, but one thing I will say on a date, cause some people just don't like the touch. What I do is I say, I'm like, can we hug? Is, is it okay if you are like, do you hug basically? And uh, most, most people, 98% of the time would say, yeah. So I also agree with you. That's, that's a good deal breaker for me. Not on my top five, but that is one for me. Like I go in for a hug and I ask every time. And again, this is not a judgment of a character flaw at all. It's not a character flaw. It's just a difference of difference of personality that's all that's yeah. totally fine it's fair so what about do you zach what is your number one okay well i kind of hinted on it earlier too i said jesus is my drug and that's a complete lie um you know i am very open with any type of political view or religious view for the most part but as i've gotten older and as i've seen the world just be so well the u.s just pr- rear its captious ugly head um, I, I, I've had to kind of uh, batten down the hatches a little bit and stick to my guns for for this opinion. But um, if I an immediate deal breaker, kind of without even going on a first date, is if someone has a very hardcore religious view. Um, so I don't care if you're Christian, Catholic, Jewish, Muslim, uh, Buddhist, atheist, agnostic, whatever you want. As long as you're just a good person and you're willing to accept other viewpoints, because I think that's a sign of maturity is and, and intelligence is just accepting and listening to other viewpoints without quickly trying to poo poo them or discredit them. And unfortunately, 
every time I have tried to let someone who on the profile says must love Jesus or faith is important to me or something like that, it has just become a problem. And I am so accepting and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to give it a shot. For example, I met an amazing girl, thought she was awesome. Everything was going well, no inclination of anything going wrong. And like a ton of bricks, it hit me. Hey, yeah, sorry. I just need someone who's more involved with Jesus. And we spent several conversations talking about like how I like to learn about religion. Uh, Mm -hmm. I think it's fascinating. I I thirst. I have a thirst for knowledge when it comes to that because I don't know everything about religion. And with her just immediately not wanting to continue something where she had a really good partner, it -hmm. makes me one, think that what if there was something else wrong with me? And two, just how pessimistic can you be that you're so narrow minded that that one factor that I'm not religious is the reason we're not together. And so unfortunately, if someone has something in their in their dating profile or I meet them in person and they say like, sorry, Sunday is church day. I'm like, Sunday is like either football or Formula One or I'm hiking or I'm biking. So sorry, that's going to be a no for me. So yeah, no hardcore (laughs) religious beliefs. Again, love religion. I love that people can believe in something and it gives them hope and strength. But when you start to judge others based on that, like if I go have beers with my friends on on, on a Sunday and people are like, well, that's really... That's, that's really a, that's like, Jesus. Is yeah, you shouldn't be doing that or yeah. or you really should be like, look at yourself. And I'd be like, oh, OK, yeah, this is we're, we're uh, not going to have this yeah. conversation. Yeah. So, yes, that's no hardcore religious beliefs is what I call that. OK, uh, that's that's fair. I'm going to go ahead and jump in because that's also on mine because I don't care what a religion someone has. I don't care at all. I just don't want to hear about it. Like you're interested in like it. And I'm, I'm, not, I'm not interested at all. I don't care. I don't care what your religion is in any way. I don't really want to talk about it just because I don't care. And you're not going to make me care. Um, like my, so in my family, besides my nephew, I actually don't know anyone in my family's belief in I, my mom's semi-religious. My dad, I have no clue if he believes in God, never talked about it with him. Never thought to even bring it up. Um, just because it shouldn't matter at all. Like, like how is that going to change anything? If yeah. you're Christian, you can still be a douche. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, seriously, <laughs> like your For religion, some, you yeah. can still just be a terrible person. <laughs> so for some people, <laughs> for some people, that's the most important thing of their life. Yeah. It is the most important for whatever, you know, and some people, this is like their whole upbringing and all their family relationships is built around their, their relationship with, you know, Jesus, for example, or, or whatever have you. Uh, so again, this might, depending on your point of view, you might see that as a character flaw. Maybe you don't, I don't, that's cool. But I can totally see if you're not in the club, you're not going to get along with somebody in the club, generally speaking. It takes, it's a rare relationship that can survive that kind of disparity in belief. Like Mandy and I are weird. We're just totally different. <laughs> but she's yeah. like, a ch- yeah, we're very different people, but she's like a chill, like chick. Like we we're talking about, she's not, she's not judgmental, whatever, but there are people that she knows uh, who are made nameless, who are not that way up in, in, in her faith. And, and that's true in, well, all religions when it comes to that. So you're right. It's real. 
it, it, it's it's real touchy. So if somebody's if it's all in their profile, if they're on on Tinder and it's like, <laughs> and then it's just like it's all Jesus stuff. It's like, what are we doing here? Or on Ashley Madison? Or I was like, wait a second, yeah. hold up, tap the brakes. <laughs> Wait Get over minute. to Christian Mingle where you're supposed to be. Right. Ashley, Ashley Madison. Is that still a thing? Uh, I see. Yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah. I should look that up. It's interesting. Go for it. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to partake in it. I'm just curious on it. I've heard about it. It's, interesting. Uh, I mean, that was a thing from years ago, but it's you know, still around. So, yeah, it's, it, yeah. And it, you know, it, it is, you're, you're right, Eric. It's, it's just, it's interesting. Some people can be really chill about it and they could be as religious as they come and others can just be very, they wear their faith on their sleeve and then that faith that then carries out to other people. And it basically it just comes down to the judgment. I can't stand yeah. that, you know, that, that gets, that gets real tough. Yeah, for sure. So, all right. Well, that's a, that's a good number one. I think we're moving on to Tom. You're number two. That Tom, was number two. Tom's oh, number two is no hardcore. Okay. So we're back to you, Eric. Yeah, oh, okay. You, well then I'm going to, my second one's going to kind of fold off of my first one, uh, playing hard to get or too hard to get. Um, we're, you know, we've, we've talked about this one before. Uh, this folds into the no touchy thing for me. I, I get like, there's a certain distance that a lot of folks need to have, but it's like when it comes to playing hard to get on this, like I, I gotta show, I, I gotta know that there's an interest there uh, to keep my interest as it were. I don't know if that's just ego or what that is, but um, when it comes to, we, we alluded to the romance aspect of this before, uh, we live in a litigious society. We are post me too. And we, I'm, I'm not, I wouldn't be making the first move. I and mean, that's easy for me to say, but I, I, I just, I would feel more comfortable, you know, waiting for that to, 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 to her to show interest in that sort of thing. So um, when, if a, a woman were to be, show kind of lukewarm interest in me, I'd be like, okay, what are, what are we doing here? So, I, I playing that too hard to get. I don't think I, that would be kind of a deal breaker for me. Um, and maybe that, I don't know, maybe that kills some of the romance of it. Uh, times are different of, of, of needs be, uh, it's a good thing that times are different in, in a lot of ways. Uh, but that's just one of those things that if you're playing too hard to get, I'm just, I'm, I'm all the way out on that one. So what, what do you uh, think? yeah, I, I agree. Uh, when me and Whitney started dating, I remember we were on our like fifth date. I think I took her to a Mariners game. And on the fifth date, uh, we were driving home and she said, so what are we doing here? Just straight up, just like, what's going on? Like, are we, are we dating? Is it just the two of us? And I was like, Oh yeah, just the two of us. She was like, "You don't, you didn't talk about it at all." I was like, "Was I like playing hard to get?" Like, because I, I just didn't talk about it. I'm just cool, calm Tom. She just didn't know me that well yet. She's, I'm just going with the flow here, and so I, I was very much okay with her not kind of just like, Hee, hee, um, yeah. So that's <laughs> that's my experience with me, Sorry. me technically being the one that's hard to get, just because. Uh, just because how I, how I go through life. I, I like her approach on that one. Just, hey, yeah, what's, just, uh, hey, what are we doing here? That's yeah, what fair. are we doing here? That's should, a fair should question. I, should I keep going on these dates with you or what? That's a fair question. And good news. She kept going on those dates with me. She sure did. <laughs> oh, sweet. I was, I was, that was my follow-up question was what happened, Tom? Huh? Did you guys yeah, have to find the uh, relationship or what? I don't know. We moved in together, but I don't see it going anywhere. Just roommates, right? 
Yeah, just just to the grave. <laughs> there you go. Roommates to the grave. And then, in, then you'll still be in, roommates because you're going to share. In a lot of years, <laughs> let me specify, in a lot of years to the grave. Not if, you, not, not if you keep tripping over cracks outside. I know. Oh, sh- well, she'll <laughs> leave me so line, quick if I, if I keep yeah. injuring myself. Ugh. Learn how to walk. <laughs> yeah, I I think hard to get is very, is very frustrating because I think it's uh, people's sense of entitlement or the sense of they, they think they're holier than thou or they think they're God's gift. It's just any, any of those uh, categories. But sure. yeah, I, I am not... So I'm pretty oblivious at times when it comes to dating. And so if I don't see interest in the first few dates or whatever, then it's like, yeah, I'm going to move on. Uh, And if the person's like, oh, you know, well, I really like you. I'm like, well, you you know, you probably should have shown it differently. Um, It's just also not something that I'm into. I'm not getting any younger. I'm 35 now. I don't want to waste my time. And I basically tell that when I go on dates is I'm like, look, I'm I'm dating for for purpose with intent. I'm not here to to have a notch in my bedpost or anything like that. Like this is right. <laughs> I'm playing for keeps, homie. All right. Well, that's uh, that's my number two. So I guess we're Zach. What is your number two? All right. So um, I am like you said, I love fitness and I said fitness pizza in my mouth, Um, but I need someone who is active. I am not Mr. Poster Child for fitness or anything like that. I still enjoy to be lazy, play video games, uh, drink beer, all that kind of stuff. But I do spend a lot of times outdoors and I spend a lot of time doing physical activity. I would rather walk somewhere or ride bikes as opposed to driving two blocks to go check the mail or something like that. So I need someone who is uh, active and outdoorsy. If they are not active and outdoorsy, then it will not work along the same lines of the religious thing right off the bat. Uh, first date or I meet somebody if they say they don't like hiking or they don't do any workouts, it's in a, an automatic, hey, yeah, I'm, you know, sorry, this isn't going to work for me because I live a healthy lifestyle and I like to live a healthy lifestyle and I don't want something weighing me down, um, no pun intended, like that. And sure. so for, uh, they don't need to be super hardcore hiking outdoorsy person, but they need to be willing to to eventually get to that point or eventually just open up to hikes. And I, I, I know that we should all have our own hobbies as well so i can have alone time but i still want to go backpacking or i want to go hiking with my partner and so if someone is not active or not outdoorsy i consider them somewhat lazy um and it's only based off of just uh my certain lifestyle so again that's fair again when i'll go right back to the top of what we talked about before we're not necessarily assigning character flaws here we're simply saying what is the deal breaker for us personally? So yep. for, for Zach, I, I, I thought that might be one for you because I know you like to hike and yep. maybe you want to be with someone who wants to go hiking, wants to go backpacking with you. Yeah. Maybe do the Pacific Crest Trail someday. That could be romantic. Ugh. I don't think I ever want to do that, honestly. I'm too old for that. But uh, but parts of it, for sure. I want to go on multi-day backpacks. I want to do the Wonderland Trail around Rainier. It's like almost 100 miles, basically. It's a multi-day backpacking, and it sounds incredible. Um, all that kind of stuff. It's, it's just like having someone at the drop of a hat 
you know, go be like, Hey, do you want to go to this national park? Or, Hey, do you want to go do this hike for the weekend? Like, hell yeah. You know, in the summertime when it's nicer here, I spend every possible moment outside, um, on the weekends, sure. uh, sometimes even after work, uh, when it stays light out later. And if it's a good day, I'll, I'll duck out from work early and go hit a hike or go do something or go ride my bike or go paddleboard or whatever. Right. So I just need to have some sort of activity and outdoorsiness in my life. Okay. Fair enough. Do you too, Tom? Uh, I do not care. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. About it. Uh, I, sh- I should start hiking more yeah, as should. in once. And by more, I mean, I should go once. We'll, um, we'll pick a, we'll I, pick I should nice do room. it. Yeah. yeah I, and like we've, been, we've talked with our friend about uh, doing a bike ride down the Centennial Trail and stopping yes. at breweries. Centennial Trail is incredible. Yeah, yeah totally, which totally which I plan on Dude, doing. I have to get a, a bike, and I would like I'll to do, do that it with and, you guys. And, I yeah, love we, the Centennial. We can, yeah, because we were going to just stop stop at breweries as we're going down mm-hmm. and just actually get exercise. Actually, earn our beers as we travel. <laughs> you gotta yeah. be, car- be careful with that though, because then the bike ride gets a lot harder. But I've done. Yeah. I've started in Snohomish and gone up to Arlington and then back, and that was a really good ride. Um, yeah. and, and then on, on the way back, like, cause we just stopped in Snohomish to get food. So started Snohomish, went all the way to Arlington, back to Snohomish. So it was like 30 something miles or whatever. And then we got beers and food in Snohomish and it was perfect. Cause they have, you know, a ton of stuff right there in downtown or just yeah. around it, like haywire and such, but super fun. I'm excited cause they're building a new trail, uh, very much like the Centennial trail. What? that actually connects the Centennial trail up North of Marysville. Where uh, down past the down through the um, the telephone line down by Colton's house down by my house all the way down to 20th and uh, Lake Stevens. Oh, so that whole back area. So from 20th, you could go from there, connect up to the Centennial Trail north of Marysville. Sweet. So it's a joint. Pro- it's like eight and a half miles of, of uh, paved trail. Sweet. Uh, yeah, it's going to be great. I'm looking forward to it. So I'm definitely looking at bikes. I want to I, I do love the idea of uh doing that centennial ride to, to, for beers, you know, earn your beer. That, that's, that's good. Right? Oh, it's so fun. It's like yeah. one of the best beers, post hike beers, post, post, uh, cycling beers. Yeah. You just, uh, it just that's it a hits good better beer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, that's a, that's a really good, uh, I almost said it's really good. Number two, that's a really good second choice. <laughs> just had a real good number two guys. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. We're four years old. Tom, what's your number three? Number three, which is one and two at the same time. Uh, so on the previous podcast, I, I had brought up that I don't care if my friends are late to something as long as they don't disrupt my sacred timeline. Of yeah, we talked there. about that this weekend, actually. Yeah, oh. that is different for my partner. My partner has to be on time like me because I get very antsy when it's getting closer and closer to the time, which Mm -hmm. Whitney has had to deal with throughout her entire relationship with me because she is more of a, I have 15 minutes to get there. So I will leave at 15 minutes. And it's like, no, 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 no. What if things happen? (laughs) You can't do that. That's insane. Oh, and I just, so we've had a lot of moments where I'm, I'm pacing and she's in the bathroom, like doing her hair or her makeup. And I'm just pacing through the living room, but she can see me (laughs) at least in our old place. She could see me where I would just like come behind her every once in a while. I would just go back and forth and back and forth. I'm dressed because I've been dressed for 45 minutes now. And so um, we've gotten much better at that, which is why 
she has made it past this deal breaker. Uh, but I, I can't stand not making somewhere on time. I was having a conversation with you guys going to Zach's party. Yes. How knowing myself, I knew that I was going to be at the brewery at like three thirty, even though it was at four o'clock. Like that's just what I'm going to do. Um, thankfully I actually got there one minute before four. So I was still early. Uh, but that's because I had to give a ride to another friend who didn't want to leave till a certain time, which was a little annoying for me, but I still got there before the time. I mean, you technically walked in late though. I was in there. We were in there for a while. That is true. We got there at like 10 minutes before and then it took us 20 minutes to find a parking space because downtown seattle or not downtown every part of seattle is the worst parking ever that's true every single Uh, part no oh yes but yeah (laughs) but yeah if somebody showed up to a date late i would know that that's an indicator for the future (laughs) in our relationship so that's different than getting drinks with friends where if you guys show up 45 minutes late whatever i've had a beer or two let's get to talking (laughs) Yeah, we have talked about this quite a bit, and I am completely comfortable talking about it some more. (laughs) I would think that's a deal breaker. It's apparently not. Uh, This is one of those times where you and I are the same person, because I just go, I start pacing, and I just start, I'm trying to get out of her sight, because I know I'm being an asshole. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm being the prick. Like, this is my fault. This is my garbage. So I'm trying to get out of her line of sight, and it's impossible because she's slow and she needs to yeah. not be slow and I'm losing my mind and this <laughs> is terrible and I'm not okay. I'm physically not okay with what is transpiring here. Can we get out this bloody door? So. The party starts at five o'clock. It's not like it's, it's going to go till t- what it's hell? not like it's going to go till two o'clock in the morning or something. Yeah. It's two o'clock in the <laughs> afternoon. The party's at five. Why are we still here? Why are we not at the door yet? Okay. We should be helping them set up. Right. God damn it. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, uh, I, I, I definitely uh, I, I need people to be on time. And I mean, I'll, I'll just regale you in a quick story. There was a date I went on with a gal years ago and she uh, we had beers at six. Um, she showed up at six and she's like, wow, I'm I, yeah, it's crazy that I showed up on time because I'm usually 15 minutes late. It, right off the bat, I was like, I don't like that. And then we were we were uh, we were having yeah. a couple of beers, having conversations. Um, it rolls up to about six forty five, and she goes, "Oh, so oh, I have dinner reservations at seven. And I said, "What?" She's like, "Yeah, I'm meeting another friend uh, at at seven. And I said, "You gave me an hour to hang out." She goes, "No, it's okay. I mean, I'll just I'll, I'll make her wait thirty minutes." And I said. No, 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 no. Hang on. There's so much going on here. <laughs> you just made it so much worse. <laughs> and I, I said, first of all, you only gave us an hour on a, on a first date. Second of all, you said you were almost late to said first date of the hour, which would have been, what, 45 minutes you're, you're giving me? And then I said, and then third of all, you're going to make your friend late because you're on a date? I don't agree with that. You should stick to the plans with your friend because I don't think we're a good fit. And then I left. <laughs> I, yeah. I already had paid for the beer. So I slammed mine and I put it on the table. And I was like, have a good day. <laughs> I left. Um, she called me an asshole, but honestly, I'm not. 
I'm not an asshole. I think that that was terrible of of her to do. Um, Man or woman, I don't care who you are. You don't do that to another person. Uh, Allot them 45 minutes to get to know them. That's a horrible thing. If you don't have time for a date, just don't say you have time for a date. And so I'm kind of with you on that, Tom. I usually show up places early. I start to get a little anxious if I'm running late or I feel really apologetic. But sometimes it's just out of your control. Some things just occur, traffic or whatever. And that's why you plan so that you don't have to worry about those things. Kind of like when you were late to, to my party. Oh, oh, buddy. Okay. All <sighs> right. So, Tom, that's your number three. I guess that moves into my number three. Speaking mm-hmm. of that, uh, being rude in general, but I'm saying sp- specifically rude to customer service folks. If I see you're rude to the waiter, rude to the bartender, Oh boy, that's a, that's just that's a test of who you are. I didn't bother to like really go into detail here to sort of prepare a lot on this. You know what I'm talking about, and maybe you've seen examples of it in your own uh, dating lives because you dated in your 20s and whatever. I didn't. Um, if you're, but for me, if you're rude to the you know the person serving, if they're behind, if they're, and sometimes we could we could all get frustrated, but if you push yourself where you're like you're snotting off at this person like you're superior to them like come on you're you're like a the the separation between you and this person is not so great like what are you doing calm like settle, settle the hell down don't be a dick you know at that point if you're being disrespectful to somebody just because you think you can i am immediately not interested in you just in general as a person i don't want to know you you're kind of a douche so rude, especially to people they think they can be rude to just because they can be uh, deal breaker for me. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to think of what a server would actually have to do for me to even be rude to them. Like oh, yeah. they would have to walk over and pour the, my drink on my head instead of giving it to me for me to be like, wait a second. That wasn't good. <laughs> and it would still take me a while to be like, wait, because I could just like, I've gotten like my meals been wrong. I remember I went on a date where they like got my, it was late by like, it was like 15 minutes later than you should have thought. And the the lady who was running the place, because they were a new restaurant that was open, was like, oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, it's on the house for us or like are for you. And it was just like, oh no, that's cool. And then she went away and when they came back with the check, it was still on there. I still didn't care. I paid for it. Like, and, and when she came over, she was like, Oh no, they weren't supposed to charge you. I was like, no food was good. Like, I don't, we're good. And then she gave us free dessert when we left. It was just like, right. It would take so much to be like angry at someone for, you know, getting your order wrong or a genuine (sighs) mistake. Yeah. happens. an honest mistake. Come over and kick me in the face and be like, okay, (laughs) let's get a little upset over here. Like, don't do it again. Like, if you're bringing my beer to me and you literally squat down and teabag my beer, the foam, before you hand it to me, I'm not going to be okay with what you just did. But, Zach, I mean, it might be a new trend. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? (laughs) We don't know. Who are we to judge, Tom? I'm an old man. I don't know these things. We don't know anything anymore. Yeah, I don't like it. Uh, I, I agree. It, I think it's a it says a lot about somebody. Uh, basically, it's a future Karen that I would like to avoid. And so that's something that I agree with you. Uh, can't be rude to wait staff. Can't be rude to customer service. At times I have been and I stopped and I'm like, what am I doing? 
I need yeah. to knock it off because I've been in this situation. I don't like it. It's not their fault. Um, but you are frustrated and it's just like, Rrr. and so right. that's, that's a little more understandable if they're frustrated and they're apologetic, but if they're just flat out like rude, yeah, I'm, I feel embarrassed. I'm like apologetic and I'm like, Oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't, I didn't mean for this to happen. <laughs> so yeah, it's yeah, weird. that's kind of a deal breaker. So, <sighs> okay. Well, that's my number three. Yeah. My number three, Zach, what about your number three? Um, so I think that this one is interesting and this goes along probably the same lines as the customer service one. But if you start a date and the first few things that they start doing or the first 15 minutes of your conversation, they start doing, uh, if they start talking shit about their friends or about uh, someone or just constantly bad mouthing people, it's just something that's so unattractive in my opinion, because when people say things like, ah, God, Eric's such an asshole. He always, he always does. I have this friend, Eric, and he's, he's such a piece of shit sometimes and blah, 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 blah. I would never say that to his face, but that kind of stuff drives me bananas because then I'm thinking, well, when we're not together, you're probably going to say a lot of stuff about me. So (laughs) it's, it's just too much drama. And so I can't stand when people badmouth their friends or their family behind their back. If it's, it's fine. Like I'll badmouth my family sometimes, but that's in a more established sense. But I do know that it is unattractive. And I do know that I've done it a couple times because sure. I just haven't been in the right headspace. And I was like, why did I do that? So it is something for me, though, that is a deal breaker. If someone comes in with full drama, then I'm like, I'm going to take a step back from this. This we is have, this is a lot. We've all been in a situation like that. I've done it. You've done it. We've all done it. I get that. You get that. It's just on a first date when you're trying to make an impression on a person and that's the thing you reveal about yourself that you're shitty to other people. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like a lot to the point that you can't stop yourself on a date to talk about something else. That's a, that's a toxic person right there. That's a, they need a little bit of, yeah, need a little bit of help there. A little hug here and there. A little bit of hug. And then they're, yeah. Just a tiny little hug. Just a tiny little hug. But yeah, anyways, so that's mine. From Jesus. All right. All right. <laughs> so that's your number three, Tom. What about your number four? My number four is uh, you try to make me give up meat. It's just not going to happen. I've gone okay. on dates with vegans, and I will eat a hamburger in front of them because <laughs> I, I like meat. <laughs> I just do. Um, because it's delicious. And... That's all I care about is that it's delicious. Um, I'm never going to give up meat. I do have times where I don't eat as much meat as uh, I've been known to where, you know, well, Whitney will like bring up like, hey, let's try to do like a vegan diet like for the next week where we just, you know, don't eat meat. And I'm fine with that. But that does not mean I'm not going to give up a, a hot dog or a burger or just a delicious, delicious steak. Oh, so good. I think uh, I understand what you're getting at. I like, yeah, you, I'm never going to stop eating meat. And I'm glad that I have a wife that knows that I'm never going to stop eating meat. Um, yeah. So you guys want to have a steak? I think all in moderation is, is the biggest well, key. Yeah. Is you don't have to have meat with every single meal. Because I'll just tell you straight up. I mean, I could cook something for you and you'd be like, wow, Zach, this is delicious. And I'm like, ha ha, mm-hmm. there's no meat in that. And you'd be like, wow, that's really that. good. 
So I think just all in moderation. And the reason I was vegetarian for so long was because I cared about my carbon footprint on the environment and I cared about where my meat was coming from. Uh, I have since started eating meat again, and that was more because of dietary issues I've had. So I have meat, but it's pretty much only chicken. I don't do, you know, I don't, I don't do pork. I don't, I barely do beef if ever. Um, so it's, it's mostly, it's mostly fish and chicken and uh, I'm, I'm cautious and careful about where my stuff comes from. And if there's a vegetarian option that won't upset my stomach, then I'll, then I'll take that. But, but I could, I I could see that You, you don't want to change for nobody. No, nobody. Yeah, well, you know, like, yeah, I, I get it. I, I would be, I would, you know, again, in my hypothetical world here, I'd be cool with going on a day with a vegan, maybe eating something vegan. I, I, that would be cool. You know, uh, try out a vegan, you know, if, if Zach would be like, Hey, Eric, I want to take you out for a date. I'm, I'm going to treat you right, girl. I'll treat um, you right, Eric. I, I know you would, Zach. I know you would. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, he was like, Hey, let's have this V, you know? Yes. Okay, sure. Let's go that. Let's, let's go get some Indian food. Let's get some curry. Or something. Oh, I love Indian food. Yeah. You know, then, 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 then great. Let's go do that. Um, but the chances of my going full vegan are probably fairly low, probably fairly low. But yeah. It's not, yeah. And I mean, like, that's a great example. Indian food or, or any type of Asian food, you can do vegetarian or even vegan. And it's really easy. And you guys would not see the difference. But I but I know what you mean. You can't go get vegan barbecue. And I don't like the meat replacements. I'm not a fan of them. I think they're disgusting. So it is it is hard to completely remove that from your diet. Um I went on a date with a gal again years ago. Uh, she, when I was vegetarian and she was a vegan and we had a great date for a good hour. And then she talked about being a vegan. And I said, well, is that an issue that I'm vegetarian? She goes, actually it is. Cause v- veganism is a way of life. And I was like, Ooh. are you serious? I've dated, <laughs> I've, I've dated vegans right. before and it's right. been totally fine because it's like, Hey, instead of adding honey to this disc dish, just, make mine without honey or <laughs> instead right. of having an egg in this, just take my egg away. This, this goes was, back to somebody being super religious. Y- yeah. And, and I was like, well, and she's like, but I had a good time. And I, I said, you know, I wish I could have said the same, but that really was weird. <laughs> so <laughs> I got the biggest juiciest burger after that. And no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, wow, <laughs> it was going so well. And the fact that I'm not a vegan, I am a vegetarian, but not a vegan. That was odd. That's the that's the sort of question that should come up like right at the beginning if like it's a, <laughs> if it's one of those things where like because it's not like there's that many like there's a lot of vegans I understand that but you're gonna run into a lot more non vegans than vegans you should be yeah. like right up in front be like vegan no get out of my face hi I'm Zach are you vegan <laughs> <laughs> like right off the bat you should wow. just have a business card. Yeah, professional vegan. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. Well, that's uh, that's okay. I think that rolls into my number four now. Fourth. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, this is this actually kind of ties in a little bit. Again, this is one I didn't really prepare a whole lot of. This is just riff, uh, judgmental criticism, a little much. Uh, I, I know a gal. Uh, this is not somebody I dated, obviously, but I just this this gal. I know that she has this way where she's very observant so maybe she would have a a a career as a private eye or you know something like that um she's just super observant 
but she always seems to notice every little flaw and she can't help but point it out. So if, you know, like my, my elbows are like a little ashy or what a little dust and then put a little lotion on there, she's going to notice that and she's going to point it out. Uh, or if, if I mentioned something, she's also really intuitive. And so she's sort of like, if I mentioned something in my personal life and she'll, she'll sort of connect some dots there and she'll start like psychoanalyzing me and I'm like, okay, okay. Pass. Yeah. Hard pass. Right. Like this is, you're, you're judging me off of presuppositions that you're getting like, this is hold up, hold the hell on. <laughs> like this is too much. There are people who are very, uh, judgmental by nature. And again, this might, I, this might not even be a character flaw. I like, I tried to couch this in the terms of she's very observant and that's actually a very strong trait, uh, in a lot of ways, but it, you know, I, I, I called her on it one time and I said, you know, it, it seems to be like, it is only seems to be the negative stuff that you're calling out. I never, I don't hear like the positive stuff. You could point those out too. She's just like, you know what? I actually get that from my father. I'm like, ouch. Okay. Well, I didn't mean to bring up some daddy issues, <laughs> you know, that that's okay. But I, yeah, that's a judgmental kind of criticism, criticism, psychoanalyzing going a little like that's, 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 that's a deal breaker for me a little too far Um, And again, I haven't been on a first date ever, but that to <laughs> me, I would feel like that would be a deal breaker on a first date. Zach, it sounds like you agree. Yeah, absolutely. I've had somebody who, uh, like I don't have a great family life like I was talking about. And um, just through the course of our conversation, I think it was actually a second date. They tried to basically analyze me. Um, and, and I was kind of like, hang on a second, you know, and they I, I basically was very vulnerable to them and explained kind of what went on. And they said, well, you know, shouldn't you take the opportunity to, to just be the bigger person and, and apologize to your brother? And I said, did you not listen to anything I just said, how I dealt with it for like 30 years of my life and I was always taking the high road. And so I was pissed because I said, you know what? I don't feel comfortable talking about this anymore. I barely know you. Um, I feel that you are judging me and it's, it's just weird. And needless to say, it didn't work out. But for me, I am a very observant person uh, because I just the nature of what I've done in the past. Uh, I'm also really good at the the hat trick or cap shuffle at the Mariners game. I'm like five for five this year so far. I was 18, well, hey, 18 yeah. last year. Right. How about but, that? Uh, yeah, but anyways, <laughs> but what I mean is using using tactic and, and using uh, knowing when to to say those things. I wouldn't be like, Eric, uh, that necklace around your neck. Gosh, what is that? Those are those are apples. You probably stole those. Do you know apples are actually from this or blah, 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 blah. That must mean that you are a person that steals or something like that. So like that kind of shit would be so weird. And I'd go, why can't you just say my necklace is nice? Yeah, <laughs> so, <laughs> right. That's um, what I'm saying. Like if yeah. all the, you could notice all these details and you could turn that into such a super, super mm-hmm. positive. It's such a such a flattering thing. And your instinct is to go negative. That's yeah. unfortunate. That's a real unfortunate uh, tendency there. Or if you're so. just holding your foot, be like, I know th- I noticed that you hold your foot a lot. Does that mean you're nervous? I'd be like, no, I just hold my foot. There's nothing, no rhyme or reason to it. Oh, yeah. Hold uh, my foot. <laughs> Why are you holding your foot, Eric? Are you nervous? <laughs> yes, because you're calling me out for holding my foot. <laughs> yeah, I got you, man. I agree with you 100%. <laughs> I, I agree with both you, but... 
This is also a very fun game to have with your partner when you direct it towards strangers when you're people watching. It is fun to judge people that you don't know. <laughs> me and well, Lenny do different. it all the time. When we were in Italy, we had all sorts of fun just judging people and whatnot. Oh, it's so good. So outward, it's good. At me, it is not. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, at least you clarified that. Tommy, oh boy! Oh yeah! Okay. If, if if I'm sitting like at a table and watching people, I am thinking terrible things about those people. Don't you worry. Got it. Wow. All right. Well, why don't you expand on uh, what you want to talk about? Uh, uh, or Zach, actually, Zach's the next. Yeah, one, Zach's turn. Yeah, Zach's the next one. Um. Zach so I, four. I yeah, I believe in uh, truths, and the only real truth we have are uh, facts that come from science. I know that science changes, and uh, those can be skewed sometimes, but they are more truthful than a Google search or uh, your neighbor's cousin's friend who ended up in a hospital because he got a vaccine or something like that. So I believe in science. If the person doesn't believe in science, then it is a absolutely done deal breaker, not going to happen sort of thing. If they believe the earth is flat, not going to happen. If they don't believe in vaccines, not going to happen. If they don't believe that that voting machines work and Trump lost the election, then it's it's not going to happen. Yeah. yeah. So, so so I'm sorry, you, you got to believe in science. If, if they're going to sit here and tell me that science is, is stupid, I'm going to go, I need your cell phone from you then, please. And I also need all of pretty much everything you're wearing and your your car and all that kind of shit because that was all developed by science and you can't pick and choose you can't cherry pick it's 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 an all or nothing sort of thing and so it's um i feel like i'm taking crazy pills sometimes if i deal with somebody who who tries to believe in QAnon or tries to believe in some sort of uh you know flat earth conspiracy it's pretty insane to me so yeah, yeah. it's it's definitely going to be tougher it's going to be tougher for to to uh, to find some sort of common ground when one person is living in their entire concocted reality mm-hmm. that is not based on anything you mentioned. You know, we don't go too far into politics, but it's like I'm, I'm just going to have to go here a little bit. It's like when you have fifty governors, fifty secretaries of state, the 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 U.S. Secretary of State, the head of the CIA, the the head of the FBI, the head of the NSA, and all nine Supreme court justices twice and over 65 federal judges all confirming that. Yeah. In fact, Donald Trump lost the election at a certain point of belief becomes a delusion. Mm-hmm. Okay. When you're still holding on to that at that point, it's like, there's no, there's nothing else that's going to happen here. Like I, I just, I can't respect you. I, I can't, you're just, you're out of your mind. So yeah. um, to be fair, they think we're out of our minds. So yeah, we are out of uh, our minds. I, it's it's Crazy tough. people. If you're if you're de- yeah. So if I yeah. But um, this person I was mentioning before, she's actually <laughs> one of those uh, conspiracy nuts. So yeah, that's 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 tough. That's tough to deal with. Uh, there's different strokes for different folks. I hear you, man. Uh, if you're living on an alternate plane of reality, um, really hard to find common ground. So yeah. Okay, that's a good number four. I think we're rolling up into our the backstretch here, Tom. How about your number five? My number five is 
your family can't suck. <laughs> okay. This is more of a past first date sort of thing because you usually don't meet the family on the first date. But uh, your family yeah. can't suck. I'm going to have to spend like, you know, holidays with these people and they can't be the worst people in the world that I don't want to be around. I lucked out. My wife's uh, parents and sister are great and they've treated me great. In fact, I think I'm like their probably their like one B uh, favorite uh, child. Uh, okay. <laughs> because okay. they love me. And when I go over there, Whitney's dad takes me out to go get growlers so that we have beer at their place that nice. I like. And just they're always coming into like the last time we went there we were there for three weeks and they would just like poke their head in the room and just be like hey you doing okay you all right you want to you need anything just like no i'm good so you, they just need to treat you good and and apparently wait on you hand and foot um just nice folks man but yeah just nice folks they wanted to you know take me out to do things uh, whitney's dad was, was the first time i flew out to philadelphia he took me to the Rocky Steps because he knew it's the, like the one thing I wanted to see. Uh, <laughs> For sure. For sure. Yeah. He took me to other things, you know, sightseeing and all those things I don't care about. But that Rocky statue, that was sightseeing that I was all for. I was like, yes, <laughs> this is the sights I'm talking about. Why didn't Italy have like 10 of these? <laughs> birthplace of american liberty uh, nope gotta go see the rocky steps i mean i saw the liberty bell i think my picture on linkedin is me in front of the liberty bell uh doesn't like the you. sistine chapel but loves the rocky steps <laughs> yeah i ran up them and while they were just like walking up them just like shaking their heads it's like no i gotta run up them or it doesn't count <sighs> yeah it doesn't count so oh, yeah what? your family has to be cool i hear you i'm glad that that's not Whitney's deal. Sounds breaker, like we can't. Some date, people in my Tom. family are a little. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't know. Your don't family seems pretty cool to me. Yeah, I've never met any of them. Yeah. I hear you, man. Okay, that's good. That's good. Uh, that's that's interesting. You bring that up. Uh, that sort of ties into what Zach was talking about. With yeah, if they're going too deep and too negative right away, in on the first date, you're like, ooh, this is some dynamite. I don't know if I really want to be. Yeah. I don't know how much about this. I really want to know if they're seeking a drama free existence, you know, is, you know, drama free in 2023. I don't know. Next year, <laughs> if that's what they're going for, then maybe they don't, you know, maybe they don't want to attach themselves. Maybe that's a deal breaker. So, okay. Well then I'm going to roll up into my number five. Uh, we actually just kind of uh, obliquely talked about this a minute ago. Having no opinions, Having uh, having no real strong opinions at all. Uh, I understand what you were talking about earlier, Zach. We're having too strong of, a, of, of an opinion towards like religion, like too too much into a, a club. Um, but having no opinions at all on, on politics and religion, I get it. They're all they're hot button, but they're so there's a reason for it. They're so important in in our national consciousness. They're so important in our culture. I don't expect you to be an expert really at anything at, at all. I'm certainly not. Uh, if you know more than me about, or in general, that's, that's cool. I'm not going to be threatened. I know a lot of guys would be, but I, I, I wouldn't be threatened. I would consider that like a challenge. I, I like that. I got to know more, <laughs> you know, uh, it doesn't have to be, you don't have to be, uh, to know absolutely everything, but you got to have a thing. I need a girl to have a thing. Go ahead and type that in. I need the girl to have a thing. That's right. Uh, what, what are you interested in? What fascinates you? What do you think of what's going on right now? How is it affecting you? 
isn't it great we could distract ourselves for an evening? Uh, you know, what would you be doing tonight if you weren't on a date? You know, have a thing, anything. Could be a big issue, like some sort of political advocacy. Did you go on a march this weekend? Or could it be a, uh, something smaller, like a hobby? Do you ride horses? Do you play video games? Are you super duper into Pokemon? I don't care. But like, what's your esoteric weird thing that you are unapologetically unapologetically super into that you would have to sit here for the rest of the night explaining for me to get? If you don't have a thing, I mean, who the hell even are you? <laughs> like in a great big vast world with literally unlimited amounts of information and interesting shit, how how do you not have hobbies or interests? How do you not have something that you care about deeply? But there are people who are like that and they just, and, and I've heard about them. They'll show up and they're just blank. They don't have anything to offer to the conversation. They just want to listen to you. And they think just showing up looking hot is enough. And it's like, no, be a, be a person, have a thing. <laughs> what, who, who are you? Talk, talk to me. So that would be a deal breaker for me. And really in any sort of relationship I have now, like uh, friendships, uh, that's a deal breaker. I have a thing. So you better have a thing. That girl has to have a thing, Zach. I hope that's what you typed in. No, I know what you mean. I did. Yeah, but I need the person to have a thing or a have a thing. Uh, I agree with you. I think they need to be passionate about something is what I is what I always say, because I will be the first one to say that if I don't have an opinion on something in the sense of um, like I, I'm very opinionated, but but one thing I've been trying to do in my maturation is making sure that I don't speak to something I don't necessarily know enough about. And so if someone asks me, hey, what do you think about Jordan Peterson? I'm like, well, I don't really know. Or Joe Rogan. I'm like, I don't listen to Joe Rogan. All I see is is, is what I see. And so I'm going to refrain from giving my opinion because it's not fair. It'll be uneducated. It'll be just completely based off of my 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 reactions from what I've seen from right. from people around. And so. You know, but I am opinionated on very on other things, as everyone knows. So. It is okay to defer your opinion until you have better or further information. Exactly, it's, it's okay to defer your opinion, and I don't, there's a until I do my own research. Uh, sure, but even then, <laughs> even then, there's a lot of stuff you're not really qualified to do your own research, like vaccine stuff. Yeah, uh, exactly. Uh, you know, like yes, you have your questions. Look them up. Write them down. Write down your twenty concerns. And then go talk to your doctor and go ask them because I'm not going to be able to tell you on Facebook or Twitter. Neither is Zach. Neither is Tom. And if you haven't taken that before your doctor to talk to them, the only qualified person you probably know who could actually help you with this information, then you haven't really done your homework. Yep. So there you um, go. it's okay to, I understand that there's a, there's a, uh, fallacy of, uh, of, of authority because a person should know something then deferring your entire opinion to them it automatically means they're right. No, it doesn't automatically mean they're right, but you, even if they're wrong, their wrongness is based in more information than you have. So, yeah, hundred percent, man. All right. Okay. Where does that leave us? Is that, is that, is that it? Yeah, no, that, I got mine. No, you got yours yeah, now. Zach. Okay. Yeah. Zach, so my final one is, uh, you know, I've worked hard to, to be where I'm at today in my professional career. Um, we had this discussion on the unpopular opinions thing uh, about money buying happiness. I like spending money, uh, but I also like to save money. Um, so I'm kind of in, in between there. But my one thing that is a, a definite deal breaker for me is I need my partner to have a job. And along with that, comes the motivation to do something. Now I understand if someone is going to school and they are 
you working at a restaurant in the in the interim while they're getting their degree to be a teacher or a doctor or what have you, but just having the drive and motivation for something uh, for a professional career. If they don't have that, then it's a no for me. Um, if the person is like, yeah, I work at this retail place and I'm like, oh, that's great. Like I worked retail for 15 years. Where, where do you see yourself though? Where do you see yourself going? Oh, I think I'm just going to be a cashier for, you know, for however long. I don't have plans. I'm that one's hard for me. That one's like, okay, yeah, I, I don't know if that's really going to work. Or if they're like, I work part time at a coffee shop and I'm like, yeah, I don't know if I can do this. It, it's just it's not it's not in my line of thinking and um, I, I, I can't make it work. So, yeah, I need them to to be motivated uh, for their career, basically. I hear it a little bit ambitious. Yes. Have a thought towards the future. I on and I uh, a long dis, or a longer term goal sort of situation and for finances, too. I mean, let's be honest, if I'm looking to spend my life with somebody, I want that double income, baby. I want us to be like, hey, we can get we can get supersized this meal. We don't have to get regular. We don't do supersize anymore, but we can get guacamole on our Chipotle. We don't have to worry about it. Fair enough. Oh boy. Is that is that it? I think I think now it's it. Mm-hmm. I think that's right? it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, I think we can go ahead and take a look over our list here and pretty extensive list, pretty interesting. Not a not a whole lot of doubling up. Tom Thomas had you, you know it's not crazy about if you're smoking drugs that's a deal breaker uh, no hardcore religious beliefs you gotta be on time you gotta respect the person's time or don't make don't put it to him in a position where he can't <laughs> be early uh, don't try to take him away from his meat eating he is a meat eater deal with it oh and your family just your, your family can't suck that's a deal breaker uh, for me, uh, if they're not crazy, if they're not a big hugger and they're not touchy, then we're probably not going to get along. Uh, if you're playing too hard to get, that's that's just that's I, I don't have the time or the patience for that. Being rude to customer service folks is an immediate no go for me. You are a no go at this station, Private. Uh, someone who is super observant, I guess, would be. <laughs> I wouldn't have phrased it quite like that. Uh, someone who's very judgmental, I'd say, would be my number four. And uh, have a thing, have an opinion, be a person. My number five. Zach, uh, also no hardcore religious beliefs. Uh, gotta be a little bit out- active, gotta be outdoors. You gotta have an active lifestyle to run, run pace with our boy Zach. Uh, no drama, no shit talking. That's just uh, that's a turn off, that's a deal breaker. You gotta believe in science. You've gotta be a science oriented person. And you gotta have some ambition about your future, about your career, about your finances. You gotta have an eye towards the future. So, good list, everybody. Uh, I think that uh, about wraps us up here. So, alrighty, thank you for tuning in to the Top Five Podcast. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at pod- Podcast Top Five, at Zachdale sixty, at Tom Top Five, and at E underscore Shane, where you can give us ideas, tell us if we're crazy, or even suggest a topic for a future episode. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or Spotify. Thank you, and remember, it's okay to be wrong even though you think you're right. Hey, stop doing that. (laughs) What is that from? (laughs) That's from me. Oh, Oh, okay. Okay. (laughs) Say, stop doing that, Tom. All right, bye, everybody. See ya.